welcome to my podcast. This is the first time I'm doing something like this. Let's all get along and enjoy the show. You may refer to me as Semiko Kamiko or Weiss NYC Shni. Yeah, that's my Instagram handle, Weiss NYC Shni. So, the type of podcast I'll be giving you guys is all anime, all Rooster Teeth news, and everything in between. It'll be a mix of everything, from anime to music to wrestling. Follow me here. So, the first one I'm going to give you is Citrus Plus. Citrus Plus, which we're waiting for a season two. Hopefully, it could get confirmed at some point in time that, you know, we get to see these other arcs. Because at the ending of the main series, Yuzume got married. They live a happy life and are healthy. In the second part, we just in the beginning stages of their engagement, which will lead to the marriage. And Mei is still learning how to, like, basically... Trust Yuzu with other responsibilities that necessarily doesn't involve the academy as much, but it will in the near future because, after all, May has chosen who she wants to be with and who she wants to marry. I have read the recent chapter, waiting for the new chapter to come out November 18th, if that's confirmed or not. I'm still waiting for Chaos Team. By the way, follow Chaos Team on Facebook. If the new chapter will be this month or next month, because we know how the author is, she likes to basically give us anxiety. One, two, once we suffer from that anxiety, we're going to complete meltdown mode into finding out what's going to happen next. We're in the Matsuri Haruman arc, which basically means we're finding out if Harumatsu is actually canon or not. Yes, canon or not. So far, so forth with. So, in other news, once that happens, we will find out if we get a season 2 or not. I know a lot of people are waiting for a season 2 of Citrus, so it could directly follow the manga. But, you know, it's we have to wait until another animation company picks it up. Or, you know, if the author gives it a green light for another season. Because for the way it's going, it's going to go pretty much... You know, with a season two. It's not confirmed or denied, but the author has to give it a green light to other animation companies that might want to pick up a season two. So, now, to Ruby news. Ruby Volume 8 has come. Episode 1, Season 8, Volume 8, Chapter 1. It's called Divide. And that makes me wonder, I remember there was a song called Divide, wasn't there? In the previous volumes, there was a song called Divide in one of the albums. But Casey Lee Williams confirmed that this intro is going to be dark as hell. I was concerned for my health because when she said that, I was like, whoa. Dark as hell, you say. Because I remember in the previous volume... The two previous volumes, Crow in the intro got kidnapped by some Grimm. Now this one, Team Ruby falls into a pool of Grimm and Ruby's the one that gets kidnapped. And we have Ironwood 
just shooting people all over the place. I'm just saying, that is like, whoa, like, seriously. Like, what the hell, Ironwood? Why? Why do you, why do you do these things? I understand you're in a tight spot. I understand that you don't trust people right now. Your best was killed by Tyrion, which Crow was framed, Robin was framed. So we had the jailbirds in jail. And so they find a way to get out with their semblances. Poor Clover. He never stand a chance. Our lucky bird never saw a chance of living. He knew what he signed up for when he went under Ironwood's ministration. Poor Clover. And poor Crow. That was like his best buddy for a little bit. He was starting to open up and trust people. Sure, he's our favorite uncle, but Uncle Crow has slowly started to grow up after Volume 6. He started to see the bigger and better cause. Speaking of the Bronwyn twins, I still want to know what happened at the end of Volume 5 with Tai Yang and Raven. Because after, you know, (laughs) Yang Super Saiyan Zhao Long chewed out her mother in the vault... And capturing the relic of knowledge. We know that at the end of volume 5, huge cliffhanger, Raven went back to Tai Yang. But for what? Does she know something that we don't know? Does she know something about Summer Rose's death? Does she know something about what's going to happen? Because the moment the parents find out that their kids are on the wanted list, we all know what Gira and Callie going to do. They're going to summon all the faunas and try to go to Atlas to save their baby. As for Raven, we don't know because remember in the in the fight with Neo in previous volume, like Spider-Man, she only gets one save. Yeah, Raven's definitely mom of the year. But once she finds out, she knows that's the Brahma blood that got Yang in trouble in the first place. But now to volume 8, chapter 1 called Divide. It's just mind-baffling that Salem just shows up on Richard the Whale. Yes, that's what everybody in the fandom has decided to call the whale, Richard. And now, as I'm seeing more and more progress, everybody, I think, might turn their back on Ruby. For the simple fact that Ruby has been acting kind of ospinish, as, you know... Not telling everybody the full truth, not being up front with Ironwood. If she was up in front with Ironwood in the beginning, maybe it could have softened the blow into his madness. Now we got Ironwood shooting freaking countermen and whatnot. And now Winter is going to get a whole new upgrade with her weapons and her outfit. And I'm just waiting for the battle. Because Ozpin hasn't showed up in a while. The last time he showed up was at the ending of Volume 7 when Oscar did that superhero landing. This is coming from a sweet, innocent, cute little farm boy that never went to hunter school. An academy that is literally trained to fight grim and villains. And he just comes out with a superhero landing and a green aura. So Ozpin really did save the day at some point. 
I'm just waiting for the next the next chapter. Because to be honest, my heart's racing right now. I couldn't sleep since Thursday and Friday because I knew Saturday was coming. My Alexa reminds me that, you know, Ruby Volume 8, Chapter 2 is about to start. Or, you know, it reminds me of all my Saturday animes that I had to watch. So what will happen to our heroes now? Will they actually turn their back on Ruby? Because from what I saw in the intro, oh boy, everybody has their back turned against Ruby. And it's Ruby against the world, just like Scott Pilgrim versus the world. It's going to be Ruby Rose versus everyone. Yang is questioning Ruby's leadership, which I feel like that's something of a flashback from Team Stark that Raven questioned Summer Rose's leadership when it came to fighting Salem. But remember in the beginning what they said? They said that, and I quote, we went to begin to be trained to kill huntsmen. Not to become huntsmen, to kill huntsmen. So now, everybody's getting wrapped up in the dream of that. And, you know, it's just going to be everyone divided. All the teams are mixed up. So, team one, we have Ruby Rose, we have Weiss, we have Nora, and we have Blake. On one team. Then we have Ren, Jean, Oscar, and Yang on one team. So, with the teams divided and mixed up, which is an odd combination, I want to see the dynamics of the team flow. It's going to be weird to not see the real teams work together on the same team, but it's going to be open for new concept and... Battle styles, because, you know, we have Dragon Slayer, we have Lancaster, we have White Rose, we have the Bees, we have Renora, we have Arcos. Yes, I mentioned Arcos because, for some reason, a lot of people believe that, you know, things are not going to go the way Ruby had planned. But, with the way things are going, it's probably going to go the way it, she planned, but not in a sense of direction that she wanted it to it may not go in the direction that she wants but it will definitely definitely go in a different direction that she had originally planned so wait for volume 8 episode 2 which will be saturday at 11 a.m eastern standard time probably 10 a.m pacific time which is texas time 11 a.m everywhere else if you have a first membership, you'll be able to watch it first. You won't be able to watch the first episode until the next week when all other anime sites have it. So, into other news. A new, waiting for the new Sailor Moon season to start. Apparently, it's going to start when we start the new year. I believe in 2021 and 2022. Not really sure yet. But it will start. It's going to be the dream arc. Which we have been dying to see Helios make his freaking appearance. So we're going to see how much of the manga is going to lead into the anime. We have already seen it in seasons 1, 2, and 3. But we haven't seen it 
yet in the pre in the next seasons. So that's something to look for forward to. Whew. Now to Yashahime news. I am ready for the next episode. I'm still trying to figure out what Moraha is trying to say. What's she trying to say for? She's really, really Kagomi Inuyasha's kid. Some facial expressions she had resembled both her mother and father, even though she doesn't remember any of them. But Miyoga insists on bringing up her parents. We can confirm that the woman in the Tree of Ages, a.k.a. not the Sacred Tree, is definitely Rin. You know, remember that little girl that traveled with Sashomaru and Jaken? Yeah. She is the mother of Satsuna and Toa. Yes. How I know how to pronounce the names? Because I study Japanese, but I'm not fluid in it. So, I know how to pronounce the names correctly, and I'm not a total dweeb. <laughs> or weeb. But yes, Satsuna and Toa are definitely the twins of Sashomaru and Rin. Yes, 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 yes. So, everybody in this anime is basically don't have memories of anyone. More or like Setsuna. We have to catch this dream butterfly. I want to know if a dream butterfly really does exist in the feudal era. And if it does, what type of negative or positive effect does it have by stealing people's dreams? Because if you remember in the first episode, Setsuna and Toa were separated. Toa got sent to the present day era being raised by Kagome's cute, a little, cute, adorable little brother, Sota. Remember Sota? He actually became a doctor. Remember how Grandpa said, you come from a long line of priests. And then, Ma, then Sota said, where mom wants me to be a doctor and the grandpa says you know well you could be a doctor on the weekends <laughs> be a doctor on the weekends no Sota decided to not be a priest he decided to be a doctor and he married his crush slash girlfriend mo from the previous seasons of inuyasha because you know inuyasha did not know how to handle kagome at the time but Sota knew how to handle Basically, third grade love. <laughs> he had more experience than Inuyasha did when it came to dealing with girls. But he had to ask Inuyasha. <sighs> that was some nice juice. He had to ask Inuyasha, listen, have you confessed your feelings to my sister? Which, you know, every time somebody asks Kagome, has she confessed her feelings to Inuyasha? Like, it's like, no. Or she laughs in nervous, in nervously. Inuyasha just gets flustered. <laughs> Inuyasha gets flustered. <laughs> Every time someone says, oh, you're a tomb timer. You're a tomb timing dog. At least Koga had the right mind to try to marry Kagome. Imagine life would have been different if Kagome would have actually went along with Koga's crazy self and actually married him instead of Ayami at the end of the series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Inuyasha would have been so mad. He would have been like, you chose that wolf over me? 
after all we've been through? Yes, but fortunately, she made the right choice and went with Inuyasha. Inuyasha was the one for her, even though he didn't see it. Kagome was the one for Inuyasha, even though he didn't see it. So you see two sides of the same coin that don't know that they're in love with each other is actually in love with each other, even though he had a thing with Kikio. Yes, Kikio. Kikio's spirit is in the Tree of Ages. <sighs> Not the sacred tree, the Tree of Ages. So there's two different types of trees in the forest of Inuyasha. The sacred tree and the Tree of Ages. whoop the freaking do So, now the three de- half-demon princesses, except Moroha, she is a quarter demon, which means she is basically 50% human and 25% half-demon. Why? Because her mother was fully human, her father was half demon and half human, and basically her bloodline is very more powerful than, more so than her twin cousins. But Toa in this episode, episode 6 of Yashahime, basically debunked that she's the more powerful of the twins. Satsuna, on the other hand, basically just prove that being a half demon is kind of like a curse to her in a sense look at who her parents are her parents are Rin and Sashomaru she don't know her parents neither does Toa because Toa was raised in the modern day era she went to school Setsuna was raised technically by Kaede's village and raised by Kohaku this means she must have been raised by Sango and Moroko as well. Even though she has the coldness of her father, Toa, on the other hand, has the Higurashi softness. Yes, the Higurashi softness because she was raised as a Higurashi. And where are Kagome Inuyasha? Where are Sango and Moroku? Where is my baby Shippo? Where? Did, did, did Shippo grow up? Did Shippo grow up and get married? That's what I want to know. My theory is is that before Kagome gave birth, which they probably will show in the anime at some point. This is just my theory. You could agree or disagree. My theory is that, I know you're all thinking it. My theory is that what if Kagome was kidnapped and Inuyasha is searching Helen Highwater for her? Yes, Helen Highwater. Searching Helen Highwater for Kagome because now with Kikio gone permanently, Kagome couldn't travel through the wall as much because A, she was pregnant, B, she basically, maybe her power decreased or something, but the thing is Kagome is very strong even without Kikio's power. Kagome is still, according to the first episode, she was still a priestess in training. But in Inuyasha, she's a priestess in training here. So how many years have really passed since Kagome stopped being a priestess in training? She's wearing the exact same clothes as Kikio and Kaede. Because apparently, according to the first episode, when they showed up, Inuyasha and Kagome, it's been six months since she decided to stay in the feudal era. And after that, 
everything was smooth sailing. Then Morohat decides, you know, you know, I'm going to just be a bounty hunter. How? Be a bounty hunter and bring dead corpses to this weird dealer guy that is robbing her blind of her money. Like, what could she possibly be saving for? Like, is she saving up for a hut? Is she saving up to start her own demon hunting business? The list could go on and on. But my theory is that Kagome is somewhere trapped in Mount Hakure. If Mount Hakure hasn't been completely destroyed. I think Kagome is trapped somewhere in the passages of time. And Inuyasha is trying to find a way to get her back. Kagome wouldn't die so easily. Because here is this. This fact. After all the battles of demons, Naraku, you know. Kagome wouldn't die that easily. Let's see. All three demon princesses are 14 years old. That means they're 450 years old. They're about to reach the mark of the 500 mark. And... They're about to reach the 500 year mark, which is this, which would mean Inuyasha was sealed to the tree at 15. They're about to reach 15 soon. So, once we get deeper and deeper into the plot, we'll find out what happened to our main cast of heroes. And by the way, this video and this media, which is the same thing, I pronounced it wrong, but you know, I'm new to this, so... They announced the dub is finally here. I seen one episode on Hulu of Yashahime. So we're just waiting for the other episodes to coincide with the rest. So I'm guessing every week one episode of the dub gets put or two episodes get put on Hulu, Crunchyroll, everywhere that has an anime platform. And this is going to be the big one because if Sashomaru decides not to save Rin, who's stuck in the Tree of Ages, something is going to go awry. And now we have to wait for Sashomaru to stop being such a hardhead and, you know, do what he has to do. He is the father of twins. He just can't leave their mother like the way he normally did. From what I see in the Tree of Ages, Rin is wearing a modern-day hospital gown. The only person that would have access to a hospital would have been Kagome. Why? Because her brother is a doctor. And she needed it for an emergency. And that's how Rin was wrapped up. In the Tree of Ages and basically gave birth to the twins. That's the only explanation I could think of at the moment. And if you hear background noise, I am so sorry. This is my first time doing this. I will learn how to edit. I'm just waiting for more and more episodes to come out. Because all this anxiety and panic is giving me panic and anxiety. And, you know, I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting. 
Oh, and by the way, speaking of anime and manga, I am writing my own. I already found some voice actresses. And, you know, it's a top secret project. So be on the lookout for that top secret project. It's going to be very, 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 very good. So, also, I have a gaming platform, SNS Gaming on Twitch. We have all social media. Follow us on SNS Gaming on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Facebook is a little bit difficult because they don't want us to change our name because we have Game Time, Horror Time Theater as the thing, but it's called SNS Gaming because Facebook don't want us to change the name. And I have exciting news. Last month, I attended GalaxyCon from home. I had so much fun with the Ruby panel. I watched basically them talk about what's to come. They talked about the new RVB, which I'm going to watch. They talked about Ruby Volume 8. They talked about everything. I had exclusive one-on-one chats with the cast of Ruby, which I had, I spoke to Barbara Dunkelman, I spoke to Lindsay, I spoke to Karen, and I spoke to Aaron. They were all so wonderful. They gave me so much good advice. I asked the right questions, and I was so nervous that I kept crying <laughs> in basically all of my videos. I have a picture, a snapshot from the Galaxy Con where Aaron, <laughs> where Aaron's, um, basically the snapshot of our conversation my face was so red like a tomato like it was like I couldn't stop crying because I've been waiting for cons so long because with the pandemic there was no New York City Comic Con so I guess Galaxy Con and Dragon Con are filling up the space because you know no more than 200 to 500 people can't be in the same place for all too long because you know COVID-19 and extra precautions but I hope the next two years, this COVID goes away and I could personally go to RTX in Texas. That is my number one goal, to go to RTX in Texas and meet them. And Barb says she is going to hug the hell out of me. I'm like, that made me cry? I'm just thinking about it, it makes me want to cry. Oh. Every time I think about it, I'm like, oh boy, oh boy. Next time, it will definitely be, definitely be Team Juniper that I'll talk to, because I do share a name with Nora Bakovi's voice actress, Sam Ireland. <laughs> so we're both Sam, Sam I Am's, and it's just going to be a whole lot of fun. I'm going to be in Texas for four days, and once this virus is over, once this virus is over, I plan... To save and go to Texas. Me and my mom for four days in a different state. We'll probably hit up some Walmarts. We'll probably hit up uh, Publix. We'll probably hit up a lot of places. Because I want to go visit. Besides RTX, I want to go visit Cowboy Stadium. I am a huge Cowboys fan. Dallas Cowboys is my team. Ever since 1993, Emmett Smith. Yep. I'm a Cowboys fan. Sure. They have a lot of teams. Growing up inside of me, the Dallas Cowboys, New York Yankees, who else, who else, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks for hockey, the Rangers, 
basically basketball, the Lakers, the Philadelphia 76ers. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? I can name a whole bunch of teams that I'm a fan of. But my main, main teams are Yankees, Cowboys, the Ducks, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, Lakers, Philadelphia 76ers, and possibly the Clippers. Yeah, possibly the Clippers because they're both LA teams. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I'm watching Inuyasha right now when Inuyasha got stuck to the boulder. <laughs> By the three little monkey demons that don't know how to undo the spell. Inuyasha don't want to get stuck sucked into Moroku's wind tunnel. <laughs> so, yes. Anyways, back to the real conversation. Rooster Teeth came out with some new merch. I can't wait to get it. Volume 8 merch. And Volume 8 coffee mugs. So, if you have a first membership... Please check out those merches because, you know, this is not sponsored by Rooster Teeth in any way, shape, or form. This is not sponsored by Achievement Hunter in any way, shape, or form. This is just me. All the merch is hot and sexy. That's all I could say. Be prepared. Yes, I went with the Lion King Disney there. And follow me on TikTok as TeamMovieFan9090. You'll see my stuff there as well. So... If you have any comments, please share them with me. Email me at my email address. And we'll see you next week where I specifically speak about one anime. I think I'm going to do two reviews a week for the podcast. Let's just see how this goes. This has been Semigo Chemical or Weiss NYC Schnee. See you all soon. Hello. Welcome to my podcast. This is the first time I'm doing something like this. Let's all get along and enjoy the show. You may refer to me as Semiko Kamiko or Weiss NYC Schnee. Yeah, that's my Instagram handle, Weiss NYC Schnee. So, the type of podcast I'll be giving you guys is all anime, all Rooster Teeth news, and everything in between. It'll be a mix of everything. From anime to music to wrestling, follow me here. So, the first one I'm going to give you is Citrus Plus. Citrus Plus, which we're waiting for a season two. Hopefully, it could get confirmed at some point in time that, you know, we get to see these other arcs. Because at the ending of the main series, Yuzume got married. They live a happy life and are healthy. In the second part, we just... In the beginning stages of their engagement, which will lead to the marriage. And May is still learning how to, like, basically trust Yuzu with other responsibilities that necessarily doesn't involve the Academy as much. But it will in the near future because, after all, May has chosen who she wants to be with and who she wants to marry. I have read the recent chapter, waiting for the new chapter to come out November 18th, if that's confirmed or not. I'm still waiting for Chaos Team. By the way, follow Chaos Team on Facebook. If the new chapter will be this month or next month, because we know how the author is. She likes to basically give us anxiety. One. Two. 
Once we suffer from that anxiety, we go into complete meltdown mode into finding out what's going to happen next. We're in the Matsuri Haruman arc, which basically means we're finding out if Harumatsu is actually canon or not. Yes, canon or not. So far, so forth with. So, in other news, once that happens, we will find out if we get a season 2 or not. I know a lot of people are waiting for a season 2 of Citrus, so it could directly follow the manga. But, you know, it's we have to wait until another animation company picks it up. Or, you know, if the author gives it a green light for another season. Because for the way it's going, it's going to go pretty much, you know... With a season two, it's not confirmed or denied, but the author has to give it a green light to other animation companies that might want to pick up a season two. So now, to Ruby news, Ruby Volume Eight has come. Episode one, season eight, Volume Eight, Chapter One. It's called Divide. And that makes me wonder, I remember there was a song called Divide, wasn't there? In the previous volumes, there was a song called Divide in one of the albums. But Casey Lee Williams confirmed that this intro is going to be dark as hell. I was concerned for my health because when she said that, I was like, whoa. Dark as hell, you say. Because I remember in the previous volume... The two previous volumes, Crow in the intro got kidnapped by some Grimm. Now this one, Team Ruby falls into a pool of Grimm and Ruby's the one that gets kidnapped. And we have Ironwood just shooting people all over the place. I'm just saying, that is like... Whoa, like seriously... Like what the hell, Ironwood? Why? Why do you? Why do you do these things? I understand you're in a tight spot. I understand that you don't trust people right now. Your best was killed by Tyrion, which Crow was framed, Robin was framed. So we have the jailbirds in jail, and so they find a way to get out with their semblances. Poor Clover, he never stand a chance. Our lucky bird never saw a chance of living. He knew what he signed up for when he went under Ironwood's ministration. Poor Clover. And poor Crow. That was like his best buddy for a little bit. He was starting to open up and trust people. Sure, he's our favorite uncle, but Uncle Crow has slowly started to grow up. After volume 6. He started to see the bigger and better cause. Speaking of the Bronwyn twins. I still want to know. What happened at the end of volume 5. With Tai Yang and Raven. Because after you know. (laughs) Yang Super Saiyan Zhao Long. Chewed out her mother in the vault. And capturing. The relic of knowledge. We know that. At the end of volume 5. Huge cliffhanger. Raven went back to Tai Yang. But for what? Does she know something that we don't know? Does she know something about Summer Rose's death? Does she know something about what's going to happen? 
Because the moment the parents find out that their kids are on the wanted list, we all know what Gira and Callie are going to do. They're going to summon all the fauners and try to go to Atlas to save their baby. As for Raven, we don't know because remember in the in the fight with Neo in previous volume, like Spider-Man, she only gets one save. Yeah, Raven's definitely mom of the year. But once she finds out, she knows that's the Brahma blood that got Yang in trouble in the first place. But now to volume eight, chapter one called Divide. It's just mind-baffling that Salem just shows up on Richard the Whale. Yes, that's what everybody in the fandom has decided to call the whale, Richard. And now, as I'm seeing more and more progress, everybody, I think, might turn their back on Ruby. For the simple fact that Ruby has been acting kind of ospinish, as, you know... Not telling everybody the full truth, not being up front with Ironwood. If she was up in front with Ironwood in the beginning, maybe it could have softened the blow into his madness. Now we got Ironwood shooting freaking countermen and whatnot. And now Winter is going to get a whole new upgrade with her weapons and her outfit. And I'm just waiting for the battle. Because Ozpin hasn't showed up in a while. The last time he showed up was at the ending of Volume 7 when Oscar did that superhero landing. This is coming from a sweet, innocent, cute little farm boy that never went to hunter school. An academy that is literally trained to fight grim and villains. And he just comes out with a superhero landing and a green aura. So Ozpin really did save the day at some point. I'm just waiting for the next the next chapter. Because to be honest, my heart's racing right now. I couldn't sleep since Thursday and Friday because I knew Saturday was coming. My Alexa reminds me that, you know, Ruby Volume 8, Chapter 2 is about to start. Or, you know, it reminds me of all my Saturday animes that I had to watch. So, what will happen to our heroes now? Will they actually turn their back on Ruby? Because from what I saw in the intro, oh boy, everybody has their back turned against Ruby, and it's Ruby against the world, just like Scott Pilgrim versus the world. It's going to be Ruby Rose versus everyone. Yang is questioning Ruby's leadership, which I feel like that's something of a flashback from Team Stark that Raven questioned Summer Rose's leadership when it came to fighting Salem. But remember in the beginning what they said. They said that. And I quote. We went to begin. To be trained. To kill huntsmen. Not to become huntsmen. To kill huntsmen. So now. Everybody's getting wrapped up in the dream. Of that. And. You know. Is just going to be everyone divided. All the teams are mixed up. So team one, we have Ruby Rose. We have Weiss. We have Nora. And we have Blake on one team. Then we have Ren, Jean, Oscar, and Yang on one team. So with the teams divided and mixed up, which is an odd combination...
I want to see the dynamics of the team flow. It's going to be weird to not see the real teams work together on the same team, but it's going to be open for new concept and battle styles. Because, you know, we have Dragon Slayer, we have Lancaster, we have White Rose, we have the Bees, we have Renora, we have Arcos. Yes, I mentioned Arcos because for some reason, a lot of people believe that... You know, things are not going to go the way Ruby had planned. But with the way things are going, it's probably going to go the way she planned. But not in a sense of direction that she wanted it to. It may not go in the direction that she wants. But it will definitely, definitely go in a different direction that she had originally planned. So, wait for Volume 8, Episode 2, which will be Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Probably 10 a.m. Pacific Time, which is Texas Time. 11 a.m. everywhere else. If you have a first membership, you'll be able to watch it first. You won't be able to watch the first episode until the next week when all other anime sites have it. So, in two... Other news, a new, waiting for the new Sailor Moon season to start. Apparently, it's going to start when we start the new year. I believe in 2021 and 2022. Not really sure yet, but it will start. It's going to be the dream arc, which we have been dying to see Helios make his freaking appearance. So, we're going to see how much of the manga is going to lead into the anime. We have already seen it in seasons 1, 2, and 3, but we haven't seen it yet in the pre- in the next seasons. So, that's something to look for forward to. Whew, now, to Yashahime news. I am ready for the next episode. I'm still trying to figure out what Moraha is trying to say. What she's trying to say for? She's really, really Kagomi Inuyasha's kid. Some facial expressions she had resembled both her mother and father, even though she doesn't remember any of them. But Yoga insists on bringing up her parents. We can confirm that the woman... In the Tree of Ages, a.k.a. not the Sacred Tree, is definitely Rin. You know, remember that little girl that traveled with Sashomaru and Jaken? Yeah. She is the mother of Satsuna and Toa. Yes. How I know how to pronounce the names? Because I study Japanese, but I'm not fluid in it. So, I know how to pronounce the names correctly, and I'm not a total dweeb. Or weeb. But yes. Setsuna and Toa are definitely the twins of Sashomaru and Rin. Yes, 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 yes. So, everybody in this anime is basically don't have memories of anyone. More or like Setsuna. We have to catch this dream butterfly. I want to know if a dream butterfly really does exist in the feudal era. And if it does, what type of negative 
or positive effect does it have by stealing people's dreams? Because if you remember in the first episode, Setsuna and Toa were separated. Toa got sent to the present day era being raised by Kagome's cute, a little, cute, adorable little brother, Sota. You remember Sota? He actually became a doctor. Remember how Grandpa said, you come from a long line of priests. And then Ma, then Sota said, Where, Mom wants me to be a doctor. And the Grandpa says, you know, well, you could be a doctor on the weekends. <laughs> be a doctor on the weekends. No. Sota decided to not be a priest. He decided to be a doctor. And he married his crush slash girlfriend, Mo, from the previous seasons of Inuyasha because, you know, Inuyasha did not know how to handle Kagome at the time. But Sota knew how to handle basically third grade love. <laughs> he had more experience than Inuyasha did when it came to dealing with girls. But he had to ask Inuyasha. <sighs> that was some nice juice. He had to ask Inuyasha, listen, have you confessed your feelings to my sister? Which, you know, every time somebody asks Kagome, has she confessed her feelings to Inuyasha? Like, it's like, no. Or she laughs in nervous, in nervously. Inuyasha just gets flustered. <laughs> Inuyasha gets flustered. Every time someone says, oh, you're a tomb timer. You're a tomb timing dog. At least Koga had the right mind to try to marry Kagome. Imagine life would have been different if Kagome would have actually went along with Koga's crazy self and actually married him instead of Ayami at the end of the series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Inuyasha would have been so mad. He would have been like, you chose that wolf over me? After all we've been through? Yes, but... Fortunately, she made the right choice and went with Inuyasha. Inuyasha was the one for her, even though he didn't see it. Kagome was the one for Inuyasha, even though he didn't see it. So you see two sides of the same coin that don't know that they're in love with each other is actually in love with each other, even though he had a thing with Kikio. Yes, Kikio. Kikio's spirit is in the Tree of Ages. <sighs> Not the sacred tree, the tree of ages. So there's two different types of trees in the forest of Inuyasha. The sacred tree and the tree of ages. whoop the freaking do So, now, the three de half-demon princesses, except Moroha, she is a quarter demon, which means she is basically 50% human and 25% half-demon. Why? Because... Her mother was fully human, her father was half demon and half human, and basically her bloodline is very more powerful than, more so than her twin cousins. But Toa in this episode, episode 6 of Yashahime, basically debunked that she's the more powerful of the twins. Satsuna, on the other hand, basically just proved that... Being a half-demon is kind of like a curse to her, in a sense. Look at who her parents are. Her parents are Rin and Sashomaru. She don't know her parents. Neither does Toa, because Toa was raised in the modern-day era. She went to school. 
Setsuna was raised technically by Kaede's village and raised by Kohaku. This means she must have been raised by Sango and Moroku as well. Even though she has the coldness of her father, Toa, on the other hand, has the Higurashi softness. Yes, the Higurashi softness because she was raised as a Higurashi. And where are Kagomi Inuyasha? Where are Sango and Moroku? Where is my baby Shippo? Where did, did, did Shippo grow up? Did Shippo grow up and get married? That's what I want to know. My theory is, is that before Kagome gave birth, which they probably will show in the anime at some point. This is just my theory. You could agree or disagree. My theory is that, I know you're all thinking it. My theory is that what if Kagome was kidnapped and Inuyasha is searching Helen Highwater for her? Yes, Helen Highwater. Searching Helen Highwater for Kagome because now with Kikio gone permanently, Kagome couldn't travel through the wall as much because A, she was pregnant. B, she basically, maybe her power decreased or something. But the thing is, Kagome is very strong even without Kikio's power. Kagome is still, according to the first episode, she was still a priestess in training. But in Inuyasha, she's a priestess in training here. So how many years have really passed since Kagome stopped being a priestess in training? She's wearing the exact same clothes as Kikio and Kaede. Because apparently, according to the first episode, when they showed up, Inuyasha and Kagome, it's been six months since she decided to stay in the feudal era. And after that, everything was smooth sailing. Then Moroha decides, you know, you know, I'm going to just be a bounty hunter. How? Be a bounty hunter and bring dead corpses to this weird dealer guy that is robbing her blind of her money. Like, what could she possibly be saving for? Like, is she saving up for a hut? Is she saving up to start her own demon hunting business? The list could go on and on. But my theory is that Kagome... Is somewhere trapped in Mount Hakure. If Mount Hakure hasn't been completely destroyed. I think Kagome is trapped somewhere in the passages of time. And Inuyasha is trying to find a way to get her back. Kagome wouldn't die so easily. Because here is this. This fact. After all the battles of demons, Naraku, you know... Kagome wouldn't die that easily. Let's see. All three demon princesses are 14 years old. That means they're 450 years old. They're about to reach the mark of the 500 mark. And they're about to reach the 500 year mark, which is this, which would mean Inuyasha was sealed to the tree at 15. They're about to reach 15 soon. So... Once we get deeper and deeper into the plot, we'll find out what happened to our main cast of heroes. And by the way, this video 
and viz media which is the same thing i pronounced it wrong but you know i'm new to this so they announced the dub is finally here i seen one episode on hulu of yashahime so we're just waiting for the other episodes to coincide with the rest so i'm guessing every week one episode of the dub gets put or two episodes get put on Hulu, Crunchyroll, everywhere that has an anime platform. And this is going to be the big one because if Sashomaru decides not to save Rin, who's stuck in the Tree of Ages, something is going to go awry. And now we have to wait for Sashomaru to stop being such a hardhead and, you know... Do what he has to do. He is the father of twins. He just can't leave their mother like the way he normally did. From what I see in the Tree of Ages, Rin is wearing a modern day hospital gown. The only person that would have access to a hospital would have been Kagome. Why? Because her brother is a doctor. And she needed it for an emergency. And that's how Rin was wrapped up in the Tree of Ages and basically gave birth to the twins. That's the only explanation I could think of at the moment. And if you hear background noise, I am so sorry. This is my first time doing this. I will learn how to edit. I'm just waiting for more and more episodes to come out. Because all this anxiety and panic is giving me panic and anxiety. And, you know, I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting. Oh, and by the way, speaking of anime and manga, I am writing my own. I already found some voice actresses. And, you know, it's a top secret project. So, be on the lookout for that top secret project. It's going to be very, very 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 good so also i have a gaming platform sns gaming on twitch we have all social media follow us on sns gaming on twitch twitter instagram facebook facebook is a little bit difficult because they don't want us to change our name because we have game time horror time theater as the thing but it's called sns gaming because Facebook don't want us to change the name. And I have exciting news. Last month, I attended GalaxyCon from home. I had so much fun with the Ruby panel. I watched basically them talk about what's to come. They talked about the new RVB, which I'm going to watch. They talked about... Ruby Volume 8, they talked about everything. I had exclusive one-on-one chats with the cast of Ruby, which I had, I spoke to Barbara Dunkelman, I spoke to Lindsay, I spoke to Karen, and I spoke to Aaron. They were also wonderful. They gave me so much good advice. I asked the right questions, and I was so nervous that I kept crying (laughs) in basically all of my videos. I have a picture, a snapshot from the Galaxy Con where Aaron's, where Aaron's um, 
basically the snapshot of our conversation my face was so red like a tomato like it was like i couldn't stop crying because i've been waiting for cons so long because with the pandemic there was no new york city comic con so i guess galaxy con and dragon con are filling up the space because you know no more than 200 to 500 people can't be in the same place for all too long because you know COVID 19 and extra precautions but I hope the next two years this COVID goes away and I could personally go to RTX in Texas. That is my number one goal, to go to RTX in Texas and meet them. And Barb says she is going to hug the hell out of me. I'm like, that made me cry. I'm just thinking about it makes me want to cry. Oh. Every time I think about it, I'm like, oh boy, oh boy. Next time, it will definitely be, definitely be Team Juniper that I'll talk to. Because I do share a name with Nora Vakovi's voice actress, Sam Ireland. <laughs> so, we're both Sam. Sam I am's. And it's just going to be a whole lot of fun. I'm going to be in Texas for four days. And once this virus is over, once this virus is over, I plan... To save and go to Texas. Me and my mom for four days in a different state. We'll probably hit up some Walmarts. We'll probably hit up uh, Publix. We'll probably hit up a lot of places. Because I want to go visit. Besides RTX, I want to go visit Cowboys Stadium. I am a huge Cowboys fan. Dallas Cowboys is my team. Ever since 1993, Emmitt Smith. Yep. I'm a Cowboys fan. Sure. They have a lot of teams. Growing up inside of me, the Dallas Cowboys, New York Yankees, who else, who else, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks for hockey, the Rangers, basically basketball, the Lakers, the Philadelphia 76ers, who else, who else, who else, who else, who else? I can name a whole bunch of teams that I'm a fan of, but my main, main teams are Yankees, Cowboys, the Ducks, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, Lakers, Philadelphia 76ers, and possibly the Clippers. Yeah, possibly the Clippers because they're both LA teams. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I'm watching Inuyasha right now when Inuyasha got stuck to the boulder <laughs> by the three little monkey demons that don't know how to undo the spell. Inuyasha don't want to get stuck sucked into Moroku's wind tunnel. <laughs> so, yes. Anyways, back to the real conversation. Rooster Teeth came out with some new merch. I can't wait to get it. Volume 8 merch. And Volume 8 coffee mugs. So, if you have a first membership, please check out those merches. Because, you know, this is not sponsored by Rooster Teeth in any way, shape, or form. This is not sponsored by Achievement Hunter in any way, shape, or form. This is just me. All the merch is hot and sexy. That's all I could say. Be prepared. Yes, I went with the Lion King Disney there. And follow me on TikTok as TeamMovieFan9090. You'll see my stuff there as well. So, if you have any comments, please Share them with me, email me at my email address, and we'll see you next week where I specifically 
speak about one anime. I think I'm going to do two reviews a week for the podcast. Let's just see how this goes. This has been Semigo Chemical or Weiss NYC Schnee. See you all soon. Hello, welcome to my podcast. This is the first time I'm doing something like this. Let's all get along and enjoy the show. You may refer to me as Semiko Kamiko or Weiss NYC Schnee. Yeah, that's my Instagram handle, Weiss NYC Schnee. So, the type of podcast I'll be giving you guys is all anime, all Rooster Teeth news, and everything in between. It'll be a mix of everything, from anime to music to wrestling. Follow me here. So, the first one I'm going to give you is Citrus Plus. Citrus Plus, which we're waiting for a season two. Hopefully, it could get confirmed at some point in time that, you know, we get to see these other arcs. Because at the ending of the main series, Yuzume got married. They live a happy life and are healthy. In the second part, we just, in the beginning stages of their engagement, which will lead to the marriage, and Mei is still learning how to, like, basically trust Yuzu with other responsibilities that necessarily doesn't involve the academy as much, but it will in the near future because... After all, May has chosen who she wants to be with and who she wants to marry. I have read the recent chapter, waiting for the new chapter to come out November 18th, if that's confirmed or not. I'm still waiting for Chaos Team. By the way, follow Chaos Team on Facebook. If the new chapter will be this month or next month, because we know how the author is. She likes to basically give us anxiety. One. Two. Once we suffer from that anxiety, we're going to complete meltdown mode into finding out what's going to happen next. We're in the Matsuri Haruman arc, which basically means we're finding out if Harumatsu is actually canon or not. Yes, canon or not. So far, so forthwith. So... In other news, once that happens, we will find out if we get a season 2 or not. I know a lot of people are waiting for a season 2 of Citrus, so it could directly follow the manga. But, you know, it's we have to wait until another animation company picks it up. Or, you know, if the author gives it a green light for another season. Because for the way it's going, it's gonna go pretty much, you know, with a season 2. It's not confirmed or denied, but the author has to give it a green light to other animation companies that might want to pick up a season two. So now, to Ruby news. Ruby Volume 8 has come. Episode 1, Season 8, Volume 8, Chapter 1. It's called Divide. And that makes me wonder, I remember there was a song called Divide, wasn't there? In the previous volumes, there was a song called Divide in one of the albums. But Casey Lee Williams confirmed that this intro is going to be dark as hell. I was concerned for my health because when she said that, I was like, whoa. Dark as hell, you say. Because I remember in the previous volume... 
the two previous volumes, Crow in the intro got kidnapped by some Grimm. Now this one, Team Ruby falls into a pool of Grimm and Ruby's the one that gets kidnapped. And we have Ironwood just shooting people all over the place. I'm just saying, that is like... Whoa, like, seriously. Like, what the hell, Ironwood? Why? Why do you... Why do you do these things? I understand you're in a tight spot. I understand that you don't trust people right now. Your best was killed by Tyrion, which Crow was framed, Robin was framed. So we had the jailbirds in jail. And so they find a way to get out with their semblances. Poor Clover. He never stand a chance. Our lucky bird never saw a chance of living. He knew what he signed up for when he went on the Ironwoods ministration. Poor Clover. And poor Crow. That was like his best buddy for a little bit. He was starting to open up and trust people. Sure, he's our favorite uncle, but Uncle Crow has slowly started to grow up after Volume 6. He started to see the bigger and better cause. Speaking of the Bronwyn twins... I still want to know what happened at the end of Volume 5 with Tai Yang and Raven. Because after, you know, Ray, <laughs> Yang Super Saiyan Zhao Long chewed out her mother in the vault and capturing the Relic of Knowledge, we know that at the end of Volume 5, huge cliffhanger, Raven went back to Tai Yang. But for what? Does she know something that we don't know? Does she know something about Summer Rose's death? Does she know something about what's going to happen? Because the moment the parents find out that their kids are on the wanted list, we all know what Gira and Callie are going to do. They're going to summon all the Faunus and try to go to Atlas to save their baby. As for Raven, we don't know because remember in the, in the fight with Neo in previous volume, like Spider-Man, she only gets one save. Yeah, Raven's definitely mom of the year. But once she finds out, she knows that's the Brahma blood that got Yang in trouble in the first place. But now to volume 8, chapter 1, called Divide. It's just mind-baffling that Salem just shows up on Richard the Whale. Yes, that's what everybody in the fandom has decided to call the Whale, Richard. And now... As I'm seeing more and more progress, everybody, I think, might turn their back on Ruby. For the simple fact that Ruby has been acting kind of ospinish, As, you know, not telling everybody the full truth. Not being up front with Ironwood. If she was up in front with Ironwood in the beginning, maybe it could have softened the blow into his madness. Now we got... Ironwood shooting freaking countermen and whatnot. And now Winter is going to get a whole new upgrade with her weapons and her outfit. And I'm just waiting for the battle. Because Ozpin hasn't showed up in a while. The last time he showed up was at the ending of Volume 7 when Oscar did that superhero landing. 
This is coming from a sweet, innocent, cute little farm boy that never went to hunter school. An academy that is literally trained to fight grim and villains. And he just comes out with a superhero landing and a green aura. So Ozpin really did save the day at some point. I'm just waiting for the next the next chapter. Because to be honest, my heart's racing right now. I couldn't sleep since Thursday and Friday because I knew Saturday was coming. My Alexa reminds me that, you know, Ruby Volume 8, Chapter 2 is about to start. Or, you know, it reminds me of all my Saturday animes that I had to watch. So what will happen to our heroes now? Will they actually turn their back on Ruby? Because from what I saw in the intro, oh boy, everybody has their back turned against Ruby. And it's Ruby against the world, just like Scott Pilgrim versus the world. It's going to be Ruby Rose versus everyone. Yang is questioning Ruby's leadership, which I feel like that's something of a flashback from Team Stark that Raven questioned Summer Rose's leadership when it came to fighting Salem. But remember in the beginning what they said? They said that, and I quote, we went to Beacon to be trained to kill Huntsmen. Not to become Huntsmen, to kill Huntsmen. So now, everybody's getting wrapped up in the dream of that. And, you know, it's just going to be everyone divided. All the teams are mixed up. So, team one, we have Ruby Rose, we have Weiss, we have Nora, and we have Blake. On one team. Then we have Ren, Jean, Oscar, and Yang on one team. So, with the teams divided and mixed up, which is an odd combination, I want to see the dynamics of the team flow. It's going to be weird to not see the real teams work together on the same team, but it's going to be open for new concept and... Battle styles, because, you know, we have Dragon Slayer, we have Lancaster, we have White Rose, we have the Bees, we have Renora, we have Arcos. Yes, I mentioned Arcos because, for some reason, a lot of people believe that, you know, things are not going to go the way Ruby had planned. But, with the way things are going, it's probably going to go the way she planned, but not in a sense of direction that she wanted it to it may not go in the direction that she wants but it will definitely definitely go in a different direction that she had originally planned so wait for volume 8 episode 2 which will be saturday at 11 a.m eastern standard time probably 10 a.m pacific time which is texas time 11 a.m everywhere else if you have a first membership, you'll be able to watch it first. You won't be able to watch the first episode until the next week when all other anime sites have it. So, into other news. A new, waiting for the new Sailor Moon season to start. Apparently, it's going to start when we start the new year. I believe in 2021 and 2022. 
Not really sure yet, but it will start. It's going to be the dream arc, which we have been dying to see Helios make his freaking appearance. So, we're going to see how much of the manga is going to lead into the anime. We have already seen it in seasons 1, 2, and 3, but we haven't seen it yet in the, pre- in the next seasons. So, that's something to look for, forward to. Whew, now, to Yashahime news. I am ready for the next episode. I'm still trying to figure out what Moraha is trying to say. What she's trying to say for? She's really, really Kagomi Inuyasha's kid. Some facial expressions she had resembled both her mother and father, even though she doesn't remember any of them. But Miyoga insists on bringing up her parents. We can confirm that the woman in the Tree of Ages, a.k.a. not the Sacred Tree, is definitely Rin. You know, remember that little girl that traveled with Sashomaru and Jaken? Yeah. She is the mother of Satsuna and Toa. Yes. How I know how to pronounce the names? Because I study Japanese, but I'm not fluid in it. So, I know how to pronounce the names correctly, and I'm not a total dweeb. Or weeb. But yes, Setsuna and Toa are definitely the twins of Sashomaru and Rin. Yes, 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 yes. So, everybody in this anime is basically don't have memories of anyone. More or like Setsuna. We have to catch this dream butterfly. I want to know if a dream butterfly really does exist in the feudal era. And if it does, what type of negative or positive effect does it have by stealing people's dreams? Because if you remember in the first episode, Setsuna and Toa were separated. Toa got sent to the present day era being raised by Kagome's cute a little... Cute, adorable little brother, Sota. Remember Sota? He actually became a doctor. Remember how Grandpa said, you come from a long line of priests. And then Ma, then Sota said, Mom wants me to be a doctor. And the Grandpa says, you know, well, you could be a doctor on the weekends. <laughs> be a doctor on the weekends. No. Sota decided to not be a priest. He decided to be a doctor. And he married his crush slash girlfriend, Mo, from the previous seasons of Inuyasha. Because, you know, Inuyasha did not know how to handle Kagome at the time. But Sota knew how to handle basically third grade love. <laughs> he had more experience than Inuyasha did when it came to dealing with girls. But he had to ask Inuyasha. <sighs> that was some nice juice. He had to ask Inuyasha, listen, have you confessed your feelings to my sister? Which, you know, every time somebody asks Kagome, has she confessed her feelings to Inuyasha? Like, it's like, no. Or she laughs in nervous, in nervously. Inuyasha just gets flustered. <laughs> Inuyasha gets flustered. Every time someone says, oh, you're a Toon Timer. You're a Toon Timing dog. 
At least Koga had the right mind to try to marry Kagome. Imagine life would have been different if Kagome would have actually went along with Koga's crazy self and actually married him instead of Ayami at the end of the series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Inuyasha would have been so mad. He would have been like, you chose that wolf over me? After all we've been through? Yes, but fortunately she made the right choice and went with Inuyasha. Inuyasha was the one for her, even though he didn't see it. Kagome was the one for Inuyasha, even though he didn't see it. So you see two sides of the same coin that don't know that they're in love with each other is actually in love with each other, even though he had a thing with Kikio. Yes, Kikio. Kikio's spirit is in the Tree of Ages. <sighs> Not the sacred tree, the Tree of Ages. So there's two different types of trees in the forest of Inuyasha. The sacred tree and the Tree of Ages. whoop the freaking do So, now the three de- half-demon princesses, except Moroha, she is a quarter-demon, which means she is basically 50% human and 25% half-demon. Why? Because her mother was fully human, her father was half demon and half human, and basically her bloodline is very more powerful than, more so than her twin cousins. But Toa in this episode, episode 6 of Yashahime, basically debunked that she's the more powerful of the twins. Satsuna, on the other hand, basically just prove that being a half demon is kind of like a curse to her in a sense look at who her parents are her parents are Rin and Sashomaru she don't know her parents neither does Toa because Toa was raised in the modern day era she went to school Setsuna was raised technically by Kaede's village and raised by Kohaku this means she must have been raised by Sango and Moroko as well. Even though she has the coldness of her father, Toa, on the other hand, has the Higurashi softness. Yes, the Higurashi softness because she was raised as a Higurashi. And where are Kagomi Inuyasha? Where are Sango and Moroku? Where is my baby Shippo? Where? Did, did, did Shippo grow up? Did Shippo grow up and get married? That's what I want to know. My theory is is that before Kagome gave birth, which they probably will show in the anime at some point. This is just my theory. You could agree or disagree. My theory is that, I know you're all thinking it. My theory is that what if Kagome was kidnapped and Inuyasha is searching Helen Highwater for her? Yes, Helen Highwater. Searching Helen Highwater for Kagome because now with Kikyo gone permanently, Kagome couldn't travel through the wall as much because A, she was pregnant, B, she basically, maybe her power decreased or something, but the thing is Kagome is very strong even without Kikyo's power. Kagome is still, according to the first episode, she was still a priestess in training. But in Inuyasha, she's a priestess in training here. So how many years have really passed 
since Kagome stopped being a priestess in training. She's wearing the exact same clothes as Kikio and Kaede. Because apparently, according to the first episode, when they showed up, Inuyasha and Kagome, it's been six months since she decided to stay in the feudal era. And after that, everything was smooth sailing. Then Moroha decides, you know, you know, I'm going to just be a bounty hunter. How? Be a bounty hunter and bring dead corpses to this weird dealer guy that is robbing her blind of her money. Like, what could she possibly be saving for? Like... Is she saving up for a hut? Is she saving up to start her own demon hunting business? The list could go on and on. But my theory is that Kagome is somewhere trapped in Mount Hakurei. If Mount Hakurei hasn't been completely destroyed. I think Kagome is trapped somewhere in the passages of time. And Inuyasha is trying to find a way to get her back. Kagome wouldn't die so easily. Because here is this. This fact. After all the battles of demons, Naraku, you know. Kagome wouldn't die that easily. Let's see. All three demon princesses are 14 years old. That means they're 450 years old. They're about to reach the mark of the 500 mark. And... They're about to reach the 500-year mark, which is this, which would mean Inuyasha was sealed to the tree at 15. They're about to reach 15 soon. So, once we get deeper and deeper into the plot, we'll find out what happened to our main cast of heroes. And by the way, this video and this media, which is the same thing, I pronounced it wrong, but you know, I'm new to this, so... They announced the dub is finally here. I seen one episode on Hulu of Yashahime. So we're just waiting for the other episodes to coincide with the rest. So I'm guessing every week one episode of the dub gets put or two episodes get put on Hulu, Crunchyroll, everywhere that has an anime platform. And this is going to be the big one because if Sashomaru decides not to save Rin, who's stuck in the Tree of Ages, something is going to go awry. And now we have to wait for Sashomaru to stop being such a hardhead and, you know, do what he has to do. He is the father of twins. He just can't leave their mother like the way he normally did. From what I see in the Tree of Ages, Rin is wearing a modern-day hospital gown. The only person that would have access to a hospital would have been Kagome. Why? Because her brother is a doctor. And she needed it for an emergency. And that's how Rin was wrapped up. In the Tree of Ages and basically gave birth to the twins. That's the only explanation I could think of at the moment. 
And if you hear background noise, I am so sorry. This is my first time doing this. I will learn how to edit. I'm just waiting for more and more episodes to come out. Because all this anxiety and panic is giving me panic and anxiety. And, you know, I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting. Oh, and by the way, speaking of anime and manga, I am writing my own. I already found some voice actresses. And, you know, it's a top secret project. So, be on the lookout for that top secret project. It's going to be very, 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 very good. So, also I have a gaming platform. SNS Gaming on Twitch. We have all social media. Follow us on SNS Gaming on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Facebook is a little bit difficult because they don't want us to change our name because we have Game Time Horror Time Theater as the thing, but it's called SNS Gaming because Facebook don't want us to change the name. And I have exciting news. Last month, I attended GalaxyCon from home. I had so much fun with the Ruby panel. I watched basically them talk about what's to come. They talked about the new RVB, which I'm going to watch. They talked about Ruby Volume 8. They talked about everything. I had exclusive one-on-one chats with the cast of Ruby, which I had... I spoke to Barbara Dunkelman, I spoke to Lindsay, I spoke to Karen, and I spoke to Aaron. They were all so wonderful. They gave me so much good advice. I asked the right questions, and I was so nervous that I kept crying <laughs> in basically all of my videos. I have a picture, a snapshot from the Galaxy Con where Aaron, <laughs> where Aaron's um, basically the snapshot of our conversation my face was so red like a tomato. Like, it was like, I couldn't stop crying because I've been waiting for cons so long. Because with the pandemic, there was no New York City Comic Con. So, I guess Galaxy Con and Dragon Con are filling up the space. Because, you know, no more than 200 to 500 people can't be in the same place for all too long. Because, you know, COVID-19 and extra precautions. But I hope the next two years... This COVID goes away and I could personally go to RTX in Texas. That is my number one goal, to go to RTX in Texas and meet them. And Barb says she is going to hug the hell out of me. I'm like, that made me cry? I'm just thinking about it, it makes me want to cry. Oh. Every time I think about it, I'm like, oh boy, oh boy. Next time, it will definitely be Definitely be Team Juniper that I'll talk to because I do share a name with Nora Vakovi's voice actress, Sam Ireland. <laughs> so we're both Sam, Sam I Ams, and it's just going to be a whole lot of fun. I'm going to be in Texas for four days. And once this virus is over, once this virus is over, I plan... To save and go to Texas. Me and my mom for four days in a different state. We'll probably hit up some Walmarts. We'll probably hit up uh, Publix. We'll probably hit up a lot of places. Because I want to go visit. Besides RTX, I want to go visit Cowboys Stadium. I am a huge Cowboys fan. Dallas Cowboys is my team. 
ever since 1993, Emmett Smith. Yep, I'm a Cowboys fan. Sure, I have a lot of teams growing up inside of me. The Dallas Cowboys, New York Yankees. Who else? Who else? The Anaheim Mighty Ducks for hockey. The Rangers. Basically, basketball, the Lakers, the Philadelphia 76ers. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? I can name a whole bunch of teams that I'm a fan of. But my main, main teams are Yankees, Cowboys, the Ducks, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, Lakers, Philadelphia 76ers, and possibly the Clippers. Yeah, possibly the Clippers because they're both LA teams. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> I'm watching Inuyasha right now when Inuyasha got stuck to the boulder <laughs> by the three little monkey demons that don't know how to undo the spell. Inuyasha don't want to get stuck sucked into Moroku's wind tunnel. <laughs> so yes. Anyways, back to the real conversation. Rooster Teeth came out with some new merch. I can't wait to get it. Volume 8 merch. And Volume 8 coffee mugs. So if you have a first membership, please check out those merches. Because, you know, this is not sponsored by Rooster Teeth in any way, shape, or form. This is not sponsored by Achievement Hunter in any way, shape, or form. This is just me. All the merch is hot and sexy. That's all I could say. Be prepared. Yes, I went with the Lion King Disney there. And follow me on TikTok as Team Movie Fan 9090. You'll see my stuff there as well. So, if you have any comments, please share them with me. Email me at my email address. And we'll see you next week where I specifically speak about one anime. I think I'm going to do two reviews a week for the podcast. Let's just see how this goes. This has been Semigo Chemical or Weiss NYC Schnee. See you all soon. Hello, welcome to my podcast. This is the first time I'm doing something like this. Let's all get along and enjoy the show. You may refer to me as Semigo Chemical or Weiss NYC Schnee. Yeah, that's my Instagram handle, Weiss NYC Schnee. So, the type of podcast I'll be giving you guys is all anime, all Rooster Teeth news, and everything in between. It'll be a mix of everything, from anime to music to wrestling. Follow me here. So, the first one I'm going to give you is Citrus Plus. Citrus Plus, which we're waiting for a season two. Hopefully, it could get confirmed at some point in time. That, you know, we get to see these other arcs. Because at the ending of the main series, Yuzume got married. They live a happy life and are healthy. In the second part, we just... In the beginning stages of their engagement. Which will lead to the marriage. And Mei is still learning how to, like... Basically... Trust Yuzu with other responsibilities that necessarily doesn't involve the academy as much but it will in the near future because after all may has chosen who she wants to be with and who she wants to marry 
I have read the recent chapter, waiting for the new chapter to come out November 18th, if that's confirmed or not. I'm still waiting for Chaos Team. By the way, follow Chaos Team on Facebook. If the new chapter will be this month or next month, because we know how the author is. She likes to basically give us anxiety. One, two... Once we suffer from that anxiety, we're going to complete meltdown mode into finding out what's going to happen next. We're in the Matsuri Haruman arc, which basically means we're finding out if Harumatsu is actually canon or not. Yes, canon or not. So far, so forthwith. So, in other news, once that happens, we will find out if we get a season 2 or not. I know a lot of people are waiting for season 2 of Citrus, so it could directly follow the manga. But, you know, it's we have to wait until another animation company picks it up. Or, you know, if the author gives it a green light for another season. Because for the way it's going, it's gonna go pretty much, you know, with a season 2. It's not confirmed or denied, but the author has to give it a green light to other animation companies that might want to pick up a season two. So now, to Ruby news. Ruby volume eight has come. Episode one, season eight, volume eight, chapter one. It's called Divide. And that makes me wonder, I remember there was a song called Divide, wasn't there? In the previous volumes, there was a song called Divide in one of the albums. But Casey Lee Williams confirmed that this intro is going to be dark as hell. I was concerned for my health because when she said that, I was like, whoa. Dark as hell, you say. Because I remember in the previous volume... The two previous volumes, Crow in the intro got kidnapped by some Grimm. Now this one, Team Ruby falls into a pool of Grimm and Ruby's the one that gets kidnapped. And we have Ironwood just shooting people all over the place. I'm just saying, that is like... Whoa, like seriously... Like what the hell, Ironwood? Why? Why do you? Why do you do these things? I understand you're in a tight spot. I understand that you don't trust people right now. Your best was killed by Tyrion, which Crow was framed, Robin was framed. So we had the jailbirds in jail until so they find a way to get out with their semblances. Poor Clover, he never stand a chance. Our lucky bird never saw a chance of living. He knew what he signed up for when he went under Ironwood's ministration. Poor Clover. And poor Crow. That was like his best buddy for a little bit. He was starting to open up and trust people. Sure, he's our favorite uncle, but Uncle Crow has slowly started to grow up. After volume 6. He started to see the bigger and better cause. <clears throat> Speaking of the Bronwyn twins. I still want to know. What happened at the end of volume 5. With Tai Yang and Raven. Because after you know. Rain, <laughs> Yang Super Saiyan Zhao Long. Chewed out her mother in the vault. 
and capturing the relic of knowledge, we know that at the end of Volume 5, huge cliffhanger, Raven went back to Tai Yang, but for what? Does she know something that we don't know? Does she know something about Summer Rose's death? Does she know something about what's going to happen? Because the moment the parents find out that their kids are on the wanted list, we all know what Gira and Callie going to do. They're going to summon all the faunas and try to go to Atlas to save their baby. As for Raven, we don't know because remember in the in the fight with Neo in previous volume, like Spider-Man, she only gets one save. Yeah, Raven's definitely mom of the year. But once she finds out, she knows that's the Brahma blood that got Yang in trouble in the first place. But now to volume 8, chapter 1, called Divide. It's just mind-baffling that Salem just shows up on Richard the Whale. Yes, that's what everybody in the fandom has decided to call the whale, Richard. And now... As I'm seeing more and more progress, everybody, I think, might turn their back on Ruby. For the simple fact that Ruby has been acting kind of ospinish, As, you know, not telling everybody the full truth. Not being up front with Ironwood. If she was up in front with Ironwood in the beginning, maybe it could have softened the blow into his madness. Now we got... Ironwood shooting freaking Counterman and whatnot. And now Winter is going to get a whole new upgrade with her weapons and her outfit. And I'm just waiting for the battle. Because Ozpin hasn't showed up in a while. The last time he showed up was at the ending of Volume 7 when Oscar did that superhero landing. This is coming from a sweet, innocent, cute little farm boy that never went to hunter school. An academy that is literally trained to fight grim and villains. And he just comes out with a superhero landing and a green aura. So Ozpin really did save the day at some point. I'm just waiting for the next the next chapter. Because to be honest... My heart's racing right now. I couldn't sleep since Thursday and Friday because I knew Saturday was coming. My Alexa reminds me that, you know, Ruby Volume 8, Chapter 2 is about to start. Or, you know, it reminds me of all my Saturday animes that I had to watch. So what will happen to our heroes now? Will they actually turn their back on Ruby? Because from what I saw in the intro, oh boy... Everybody has their back turned against Ruby, and it's Ruby against the world. Just like Scott Pilgrim versus the world. It's going to be Ruby Rose versus everyone. Yang is questioning Ruby's leadership, which I feel like that's something of a flashback from Team Stark. That Raven questioned Summer Rose's leadership when it came to fighting Salem. But remember in the beginning what they said? They said that, and I quote, we went to Beacon to be trained to kill huntsmen not to become huntsmen to kill huntsmen so now everybody's getting wrapped up in the dream of that and you know it's just gonna be everyone divided all the teams are mixed up so 
one, team one, we have Ruby Rose, we have Weiss, we have Nora, and we have Blake on one team. Then we have Ren, Jean, Oscar, and Yang on one team. So, with the teams divided and mixed up, which is an odd combination... I want to see the dynamics of the team flow. It's going to be weird to not see the real teams work together on the same team. But it's going to be open for new concept and battle styles. Because, you know, we have Dragon Slayer. We have Lancaster. We have White Rose. We have the Bees. We have Renora. We have Arcos. Yes, I mentioned Arcos because for some reason, a lot of people believe that... You know, things are not going to go the way Ruby had planned. But with the way things are going, it's probably going to go the way she planned. But not in a sense of direction that she wanted it to. It may not go in the direction that she wants. But it will definitely, definitely go in a different direction that she had originally planned. So, wait for Volume 8, Episode 2, which will be Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Probably 10 a.m. Pacific Time, which is Texas Time. 11 a.m. everywhere else. If you have a first membership, you'll be able to watch it first. You won't be able to watch the first episode until the next week when all other anime sites have it. So, in 2... Other news, a uh, new waiting for the new Sailor Moon season to start. Apparently, it's gonna start when we start the new year. I believe in 2021 and 2022. Not really sure yet, but it will start. It's going to be the dream arc, which we have been dying to see Helios make his freaking appearance. So, we're going to see how much of the manga is going to lead into the anime. We have already seen it in seasons 1, 2, and 3, but we haven't seen it yet in the, pre- in the next seasons. So, that's something to look for, forward to. Whew, now, to Yashahime news. I am ready for the next episode. I'm still trying to figure out what Moraha is trying to say. What she's trying to say for? She's really, really Kagomi Inuyasha's kid. Some facial expressions she had resemble both her mother and father, even though she doesn't remember any of them. But Miyoga insists on bringing up her parents. We can confirm that the woman... In the Tree of Ages, a.k.a. not the Sacred Tree, is definitely Rin. You know, remember that little girl that traveled with Sashomaru and Jaken? Yeah. She is the mother of Satsuna and Toa. Yes. How I know how to pronounce the names? Because I study Japanese, but I'm not fluid in it. So, I know how to pronounce the names correctly, and I'm not a total dweeb. Or weeb. But yes. Setsuna and Toa are definitely the twins of Sashomaru and Rin. Yes, 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 yes. So, 
everybody in this anime is basically don't have memories of anyone. More or like Setsuna. We have to catch this dream butterfly. I want to know if a dream butterfly really does exist in the feudal era. And if it does, what type of negative or positive effect does it have by stealing people's dreams? Because if you remember in the first episode, Setsuna and Toa were separated. Toa got sent to the present day era being raised by Kagome's cute, a little, cute, adorable little brother, Sota. You remember Sota? He actually became a doctor. Remember how Grandpa said, you come from a long line of priests. And then Ma, then Sota said, Where, Mom wants me to be a doctor. And the Grandpa says, you know, well, you could be a doctor on the weekends. <laughs> be a doctor on the weekends no Sota decided to not be a priest he decided to be a doctor and he married his crush slash girlfriend Mo from the previous seasons of Inuyasha because you know Inuyasha did not know how to handle Kagome at the time but Sota knew how to handle basically third grade love <laughs> he had more experience than Inuyasha did when it came to dealing with girls. But he had to ask Inuyasha. <sighs> that was some nice juice. He had to ask Inuyasha. Listen. Have you confessed your feelings to my sister? Which you know. Every time somebody asks Kagome. Has she confessed her feelings to Inuyasha? Like it's like no. Or she laughs in nervous, in nervously. <laughs> Inuyasha just gets flustered. Inuyasha gets flustered. <laughs> Every time someone says, Oh, you're a tomb timer. You're a tomb timing dog. At least Koga had the right mind to try to marry Kagome. Imagine life would have been different if Kagome would have actually went along with Koga's crazy self and actually married him instead of Ayami at the end of the series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Inuyasha would have been so mad. He would have been like, You chose that wolf over me? After all we've been through? Yes. But fortunately, she made the right choice and went with Inuyasha. Inuyasha was the one for her, even though he didn't see it. Kagome was the one for Inuyasha, even though he didn't see it. So you see two sides of the same coin that don't know that they're in love with each other is actually in love with each other, even though he had a thing with... Kikio, yes, Kikio. Kikio's spirit is in the Tree of Ages. <sighs> Not the sacred tree, the Tree of Ages. So there's two different types of trees in the forest of Inuyasha. The sacred tree and the Tree of Ages. whoop the freaking do So, now, the three de- half-demon princesses, except Moroha, she is a quarter demon, which means she is basically 50% human, and 25% half-demon. Why? Because her mother was fully human. Her father was half-demon and half-human. And basically, her bloodline is very more powerful than... More so than her twin cousins. But Toa, in this episode, episode 6 of Yashahime, basically debunked that she's the more powerful of the twins. 
Satsuna, on the other hand, basically just prove that being a half-demon is kind of like a curse to her, in a sense. Look at who her parents are. Her parents are Rin and Sashomaru. She don't know her parents. Neither does Toa, because Toa was raised in the modern-day era. She went to school. Setsuna was raised technically by Kaede's village and raised by Kohaku. This means she must have been raised by Sango and Moroko as well. Even though she has the coldness of her father, Toa, on the other hand, has the Higurashi softness. Yes, the Higurashi softness because she was raised as a Higurashi. And where are Kagomi Inuyasha? Where are Sango and Moroku? Where is my baby Shippo? Where? Did, did, did Shippo grow up? Did Shippo grow up and get married? That's what I want to know. My theory is, is that before Kagome gave birth, which they probably will show in the anime at some point. This is just my theory. You could agree or disagree. My theory is that I know you're all thinking it. My theory is that what if Kagome was kidnapped and Inuyasha is searching Helen Highwater for her? Yes, Helen Highwater. Searching Helen Highwater for Kagome because now with Kikyo gone permanently, Kagome couldn't travel through the wall as much because A, she was pregnant. B, she basically, maybe her power decreased or something. But the thing is, Kagome is very strong even without Kikyo's power. Kagome is still, according to the first episode, she was still a priestess in training. But in Inuyasha, she's a priestess in training here. So how many years have really passed since Kagome stopped being a priestess in training? She's wearing the exact same clothes as Kikyo and Kaede. Because apparently, according to the first episode, when they showed up, Inuyasha and Kagome, it's been six months since she decided to stay in the feudal era. And after that, everything was smooth sailing. Then Moroha decides, you know, you know, I'm going to just be a bounty hunter. How? Be a bounty hunter and bring dead corpses to this weird dealer guy that is robbing her blind of her money. Like, what could she possibly be saving for? Like, is she saving up for a hut? Is she saving up to start her own demon hunting business? The list could go on and on. But my theory is that Kagome... Is somewhere trapped in Mount Hakure. If Mount Hakure hasn't been de- completely destroyed. I think Kagome is trapped somewhere in the passages of time. And Inuyasha is trying to find a way to get her back. Kagome wouldn't die so easily. Because here is this. This fact. After all the battles of demons, Naraku, you know... Kagome wouldn't die that easily. Let's see. All three demon princesses are 14 years old. That means they're 450 years old. They're about to reach the mark of the 500 mark. And 
they're about to reach the 500 year mark, which is this, which would mean Inuyasha was sealed to the tree at 15. They're about to reach 15 soon. So, once we get deeper and deeper into the plot, we'll find out what happened to our main cast of heroes. And by the way, this video and this media, which is the same thing, I pronounced it wrong, but you know, I'm new to this, so. They announced the dub is finally here. I seen one episode on Hulu of Yashahime, so we're just waiting for the other episodes to coincide with the rest. So I'm guessing every week, one episode of the dub gets put, or two episodes get put, on Hulu, Crunchyroll, everywhere that has an anime platform. And this is going to be the big one, because if Sashomaru decides not to save Rin, who's stuck in the Tree of Ages... Something is going to go awry. And now we have to wait for Sashomaru to stop being such a hardhead and, you know, do what he has to do. He is the father of twins. He just can't leave their mother, like, the way he normally did. From what I see in the Tree of Ages, Rin is wearing a modern-day hospital gown. The only person that would have access to a hospital would have been Kagome. Why? Because her brother is a doctor. And she needed it for an emergency. And that's how Rin was wrapped up in the Tree of Ages and basically gave birth to the twins. That's the only explanation I could think of at the moment. And if you hear background noise, I am so sorry. This is my first time doing this. I will learn how to edit. I'm just waiting for more and more episodes to come out. Because all this anxiety and panic is giving me panic and anxiety. And, you know, I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting. Oh, and by the way, speaking of anime and manga, I am writing my own. I already found some voice actresses, and, you know, it's a top-secret project, so be on the lookout for that top-secret project. It's going to be very, 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 very good. So, also, I have a gaming platform, SNS Gaming on Twitch. We have all social media. Follow us on SNS Gaming on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Facebook. Facebook is a little bit difficult because they don't want us to change our name because we have Game Time Horror Time Theater as the thing, but it's called SNS Gaming because Facebook don't want us to change the name. And I have exciting news. Last month, I attended GalaxyCon from home. I had so much fun with the Ruby panel. I watched... Basically, them talk about what's to come. They talked about the new RVB, which I'm going to watch. They talked about Ruby Volume 8. They talked about everything. I had exclusive one-on-one -on -one chats with the cast of Ruby, which I had. I spoke to Barbara Dunkelman. I spoke to Lindsay. I spoke to Karen. And I spoke to Aaron. 
They were also wonderful. They gave me so much good advice. I asked the right questions. And I was so nervous that I kept crying. <laughs> and basically, all of my videos, I have a picture, a snapshot from the Galaxy Con where Aaron, <laughs> where Aaron's, um, basically, the snapshot of our conversation my face was so red like a tomato. Like, it was like, I couldn't stop crying because I've been waiting for cons so long because with the pandemic, there was no New York City Comic Con. So, I guess Galaxy Con and Dragon Con are filling up the space because, you know, no more than 200 to 500 people can't be in the same place for all too long because, you know, COVID-19 and extra precautions. But I hope the next two years... This COVID goes away and I could personally go to RTX in Texas. That is my number one goal, to go to RTX in Texas and meet them. And Barb says she is going to hug the hell out of me. I'm like, that made me cry. I'm just thinking about it. It makes me want to cry. Oh. Every time I think about it, I'm like, oh boy, oh boy. Next time, it will definitely be definitely be team juniper that i'll talk to because i do share a name with nora bakery's voice actress sam ireland <laughs> so we're both sam sam i am's and it's just gonna be a whole lot of fun i'm gonna be in texas for four days and once this virus is over once this virus is over i plan to save and go to Texas. Me and my mom for four days in a different state. We'll probably hit up some Walmarts. We'll probably hit up uh, Publix. We'll probably hit up a lot of places. Because I want to go visit. Besides RTX, I want to go visit Cowboy Stadium. I am a huge Cowboys fan. Dallas Cowboys is my team. Ever since 1993, Emmett Smith. Yep. I'm a Cowboys fan. Sure, they have a lot of teams. Growing up inside of me, the Dallas Cowboys, New York Yankees, who else, who else, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks for hockey, the Rangers, basically, basketball, the Lakers, the Philadelphia 76ers, who else, who else, who else, who else, who else? I can name a whole bunch of teams that I'm a fan of, but my main, main teams are Yankees, Cowboys, the Ducks, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, Lakers, Philadelphia 76ers, and possibly the Clippers. Yeah, possibly the Clippers because they're both LA teams. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I'm watching Inuyasha right now when Inuyasha got stuck to the boulder <laughs> by the three little monkey demons that don't know how to undo the spell. Inuyasha don't want to get stuck sucked into Moroku's wind tunnel. <laughs> so, yes. Anyways, back to the real conversation. Rooster Teeth came out with some new merch. I can't wait to get it. Volume 8 merch. And Volume 8 coffee mugs. So, if you have a first membership, please check out those merches. Because, you know, this is not sponsored by Rooster Teeth in any way, shape, or form. This is not sponsored by Achievement Hunter in any way, shape, or form. This is just me. All the merch is hot and sexy. That's all I could say. Be prepared. Yes, I went with the Lion King Disney there. 
And follow me on TikTok as Team Movie Fan 9090. You'll see my stuff there as well. So, if you have any comments, please share them with me. Email me at my email address. And we'll see you next week where I specifically speak about one anime. I think I'm going to do two reviews a week for the podcast. Let's just see how this goes. This has been Semigo Chemical or Weiss NYC Schnee. See you all soon.